Good evening, everyone. This is Tala with Drive Through Therapy. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight on another episode. It is wonderful, uh, as always, to tell you that I love getting your emails and uh, keep keep them coming. I like to hear where you're at in the journey. And if you have a suggestion for a topic, I'm very open. There's nothing on this podcast that I would not do. So please let me know. Um, you can email me at T-A-L-A-I-B-R-A-8888 at gmail.com. And usually I respond pretty promptly, uh, unless something's, something's going on, <laughs> but, or I'm not, or my mailbox is so packed because it has happened once. My mailbox was so packed and full and I wasn't receiving any email for like a couple of months. So, but so far it's been good. I've been cleaning it out. And so this way I am available to you if you need to send me an email. All right. And tonight we are going to be exploring the idea of balance. You know, I, this word is, is used quite a bit, thrown around quite a bit in our Western world of being balanced. I want to be more balanced. And balance for many people around here in this society requires a lot of doing. <laughs> so I'm going to be balanced by doing this and doing that and doing this and doing that. But we're going to find out today why this might not work very well. I want you to think of balance from a different perspective. And perhaps you might be successful this time around in applying more balance in the areas you wish to do so. But in order for us to do that today, we got to think outside the box. I mean, really outside, like to places where it's pretty damn empty. Yeah, that's what today is about. Uh, really discover it, discovering all the other stuff to not do one would say, in order for us to balance out, not the stuff to do, but to not do the side of emptiness that we need to start embracing. And the concept of emptiness here in the Western world is, is scary, is really scary. We don't like silence. We have a problem with that. We like to fill in the day and the time and the space with things, objects, as well as music, voices, talk. Uh, but it's very, difficult for many people to stay silent. And interestingly enough, our chemistry will get used to the rush, the adrenaline, the the filling up of space, you know? It's like all day long, we can just fill in space with our thoughts. There's no self-restraint or discipline in it at all. And I talk about this often. I don't know how many episodes I might have done on quieting the mind, but again, it never gets boring for me because it's damn loud for everybody. So let's explore the first concept of balance and emptiness. Well, we're going to add emptiness to our fully loud lives. That's what we're going to add, more emptiness. So when it comes to what we do, often we talk about actions quite a bit. We post them online, Instagram. If I make food, <laughs> I am going to post that. If I do something, I'm going to post it. As a matter of fact, often in therapy, people think it's not loud enough. They, they have a hard time sitting still or quietly. You know, I have people that retire that can't just sit still in quietness and retirement and not doing something. We've been used to getting our value from doing a lot. We find it valuable to do, right? I need to clean the house. I'm valuable. 
I need to, uh, I have to do this and I have to do that. Uh, if I don't do it, then I evaluate myself and then I'm no good and I didn't clean the house today and it's not, I'm not worthy and we self-evaluate and give ourselves a score or a grade and there, there it goes. And we start again all the way till tomorrow and you wonder why we run away from ourselves on the inside. If I'm sitting there in self-judgment all day long, based and valuing myself based on what I do, then when I want to relax, guess what my brain is going to do? It's going to tell me I haven't earned it, or it's going to come up with some kind of condition why I should not sit still. That's no good, my friends. That's no good. So adding the emptiness, enjoying the times in between of just sitting still without doing much, without doing work, without doing anything really without saying I have to do something, right? It's being in the present moment and sitting there and teaching my body chemically and mentally to sit there. Because again, when I'm used to doing stuff, I'm used to being productive and we value that and we post on it all the time and, and, and we, we, we glorify it. We give awards for people that do shit. We never give them award for not doing anything, for learning how to sit still. We don't give people awards for that. Um, we give them to when they're doing stuff. So we glorify it quite a bit. So we tell people in a lot of ways, there's a message being sent indirectly and sometimes directly that you are valuable when you are doing something and what you do is valuable, right? And it would be implied that what you don't do is not valued enough, enough. But interestingly enough, it is very useful. It is quite useful. This emptiness balances out all the stuff that we do do. Because if we keep going, 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 it just becomes overwhelming, exhausting, burned out. There is no balance in our life. So that's what we need to do when we don't do. Actually, we don't need to do nothing, basically. We need to be okay doing nothing just as much as we are okay doing something. Both of them need to be kind of the same feeling. We train our bodies to make it the same way, right? Appreciate those quiet times a lot more. Um, not try to fill them up with something, right? Like I need to think about stuff while I'm doing stuff. No, no, no. Just clear out that mind. Train that brain to resist these thoughts of anything else besides what you're focusing on, what you're doing. And this takes practice. So practice, practice, practice. All right. So the next thing I want you to consider when you're balancing, the first one is about what we do. The second thing I need you to consider is what we see, right? What we see often for us means something. We glorify it. The the concert, the movie, the person in front of me, we see these things and we calculate and, and collect them as evidence to support some sort of thought in our mind that we want to support, right? But there is a beauty to paying attention to and valuing, valuing just as much, one would say, what you don't see, the emptiness in between, right? So if you think about, uh, um, best way to say it, like if it's a, a beautiful piece of art, like calligraphy, right? I see the, the ink of the writing, the black ink of the writing, but it, you cannot really see it without the contrast of the whole white page around it, the emptiness around it. So there is a beauty to emptiness. There's a beauty to 
appreciating what is not being seen is the best way to say that. This can be even interpreted in, in, in evidence, how we collect evidence about our world. Uh, we collect pieces of evidence throughout the day that we're going to have a good day and we're going to have a bad day. And we sit there collecting evidence rather than allowing the day to take its course and take me wherever it goes. I'm really quick at seeing, meaning I collect evidence of this day is going to be good, this day is going to be bad. Um, and I just don't flow like water. I don't run into whatever the, wherever the day takes me. Again, this requires the mind training to appreciate what we don't see in calming down on the inside when we don't collect and uh, not collect evidence at all, period. Engaging in this idea to balance our own thoughts and minds to not, like, not collect the evidence. There's, there's nothing to collect on. We just need to keep going about our day. You know, there's a beauty to that emptiness on the inside. And again, it's very scary for us in this society. I often hear people, you know, I feel empty. And that's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's, it's not, um, something we need to run away from. This quietness, this emptiness on the inside could be something, could mean something, you know? And so understanding the things that we don't see are just as important are the things that we do see. And if I don't see it, I don't need to find something. And that's what gets us in trouble. It's like I, I will select and look for evidence until I get to know that which causes this worrying, right? We need to explain something really quickly. So it causes when we see something, we need to put it in a category and we label it quickly. Uh, and we don't allow it to unfold and show us what it is. We want to put a name to it real quick. I hope that makes sense so far. So, of course, we're going in all the senses. Um, yeah, the next one is not just appreciating and balancing what we do here, but imagine listening to music all the time, all day, every day, noise all day, every day. We would just go crazy, honestly, insane, mad. We don't, we don't want to get to that place. We need to appreciate what we don't hear when it is silent, when we can sit still and be still on the inside. We need to appreciate those times. Again, think of music being played all day, every day. This is a torture sound. Um, and we do this throughout the day. Some people sleep with the TV on. Some people put the TV in the background. Some childhoods cannot be recalled without TV being played in the background with all this ruckus going on. So in a lot of ways, we make it sort of difficult for us to train our bodies to appreciate the quietness. We think something is wrong when it's quiet. We even say that shit out loud. We say, oh, it's too quiet. Must be something wrong. Something bad is going to happen, <laughs> right? Like we can't be quiet because something bad is going to happen. I've heard that being said a lot, you know, like it's some sort of intuition, but it is not. It's just fear. It's just fear. Okay. We've trained our brain to do this for a while. So appreciating, once again, the emptiness, the nothingness, the silence, all of those things need to balance out our loud ass life. If we don't start appreciating those and giving them priority as well, then you are going to be off balance, burnt out, exhausted, irritable. I can't take a break. Nobody, somebody needs to give me a break and I'm going to take it out on people. And I'm going to think that somehow they owe me a break or they owe me the love or they owe me the, I don't know what it is, but yeah, they owe me some sort of something, you know? but it's distorted. It's a distorted 
delusional way of looking at, you know, our, our loud wor- world. We come to conclusions. We come up with assumptions real quick. Again, because we want to hear what we want to hear, see what we want to see. We have to see something. We have to hear something. We have to collect evidence. Again, not allowing the emptiness to play its part. We need to allow for nothingness. Yeah. Include that a lot more in our daily life and find peace, quiet, uh, non-productivity, just as valuable and hell, even productive, probably more productive and useful in your life than just being acknowledge for stuff that you do, stuff that you see, stuff that you say, you know, stuff that you hear, right? A lot of it is is not as balanced, I guess the way best way to say that. Okay. The next thing I want to address, again, going off of sensory is balancing what we feel with what we, uh, with feeling nothing at all, actually. That's the best way. It's not how, if feeling nothing, being okay with not feeling something, right? Uh, doesn't have to be interpreted right away. The feeling can just be felt and, and, and it would be, would be riding out. And it, and we need to balance out our daily feeling to feeling to feeling to feeling. And sometimes we just pay attention to extreme feelings, right? It's either good or bad. I'm depressed or I'm happy, but we don't notice the feelings in between. And many of what we live all day, many of the emotions we live all day is not an extreme, but yet we can, we can take it in an extreme way. Only pay attention to that. So let's start valuing the stuff or the moments where we don't feel and the, the emptiness in that, the nothingness in that, the quietness and the no feeling, just like being in the moment, taking a breath, listening to that breath, focusing on that breath. We don't have to have any opinion or judgment on it, on that moment. That's what I mean. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. So again, balancing what we don't feel with or what we feel, even what we don't feel and what we feel, both balancing it out with nothingness, really no, just no feeling, being present. Okay. Now, my final one is on what we say, finding value in what we say and finding no value in when we don't speak up and we don't say something, right? And it makes complete sense here to start applying self-restraint. And if there is a need to say something, we need to kind of reflect on what it is. Because many times I find, and I'm finding out I'm learning it the hard way, friends, that the best thing to say is absolutely nothing. And that is very useful and valuable. But again, our society uh, has so many platforms to say something. We don't know how to withhold and practice self-restraint. Let's just be honest. We don't do it. We don't value it. <laughs> so we definitely want to add balance in what we say and appreciate most certainly value its usefulness in what we don't say. I hope that makes sense because that one here is an obvious one for me. Um, I used to have this constant itch that I need to say something. I need to say, speak up, say something, defend. But all of this is just loud. It's just loudness on the inside. And of course, I was loud on the outside. And that's what it means. A lot of the times... When I withheld or showed restraint from saying something, I reduced the amount of regrets I would have about what I would say or come up with or assume right away or come to conclusion 
with right away. Uh, that helped a lot, helped a lot, helped me learn and see things unfold in front of me as they wanted to show themselves rather than what I wanted them to be, which would have limited me and my perception of the world. So I like today that I'm able to sit back with self-restraint a lot more. And there's no perfection here. So I'm working on it consistently because I do have a, a, a need to say some shit, but I can appreciate a lot more, a lot more today. And I can say that with confidence. The times where I hold myself back, it requires a lot to bring in the silence and sit in it, to to really prefer silence where it's needed without filling up space with words or filling up useless uh, words, words that are not skillful in any way. So I... I this one here is one of my favorites. I get the biggest bang of the buck in my emotional development, spiritual development, when I practice this saying nothing. <laughs> because the first instinct that's going to come out is going to probably be too impulsive. It's not going to include any wisdom in my speech. So I want to practice some skillful speech. And in order for me to do that, I wait, I, I use a lot of self-restraint and I practice that. I practice valuing, withholding, finding strength, not finding it as a weakness, but finding strength in with, withholding. And that's a big deal because we're still culturally used to opening up our mouth. You know, you gotta, we got to speak up. We got to say this and say that and you got to talk about this and you got to talk about that and you know you got to talk about the elephants in the room we practically have zoos all the damn places everywhere we go we got a big elephant everywhere so we got to talk about it so you know that's just an anxious society yeah and i know that we on this road a pathway to self-transformation can really start appreciating the nothingness that when we Shut the hell up. It's actually a sign of strength, uh, uh, and a sign of self-restraint and self-discipline and wisdom in a lot of ways. You know, there's a lot of wisdom in silence in what is not said. I think that's all I got on this. And it might be my shortest episode. Maybe not, but it might be my shortest episode. I just want to make sure that I get on here and tell you all about emptiness and that we need to start paying attention to and valuing and, and making it useful in our life to uh, appreciate nothingness, emptiness, rather than running away from it and starting to fill up time, fill up feelings and emotions and sensory experiences. We got to feel, 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 hear, 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 see, see, see. I mean, this can cause us all tremendous amount of issues, you know, because there's no moderation, there's no balance, right? Imagine watching TV all damn day. That's, that's going to hurt your eyes, right? That's going to also do other sorts of damage. So we need to balance it out is the best way to say that. Yeah, yeah. Balance out through giving value, one would say, to nothing, to nothingness, to quietness, to stillness, the stuff that we don't usually appreciate or give priority to. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. I hope this was useful in some way and it helps you on your day-to-day -day living to balance and to moderate. I'm sending you love and light and the value of the emptiness in between. This has been an episode of Drive-Thru.